Hey, Mike. Hello. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Appreciate the time. Won't keep you for too long, but uh, want to get into the tour, talk the new album, and look in the rear view a little bit. But, dude, I got to start off by saying a belated happy birthday to you, man. And <laughs> kind of curious, it, you know, did you do anything, any special dinner or buy yourself any special present? Talk to me about your birthday celebration. Um, well, we uh, started loading for rehearsals for the upcoming DNA tour, and then... Uh, my girlfriend uh, took me out to dinner, so it was it was a good day. Awesome. Glad to hear, and glad to hear that you got some, some time in before heading out on the road, and certainly going to get to that, but uh, wanted to get into the past couple of years. No way to not talk about the, the insanity and the pandemic and everything, and Kind of, yeah. uh, kind of, uh, you know, the verdict came out 2019, and I feel like it was a little bit short-changed with all of that, but always kind of curious, too, how quickly did you get to writing riffs for DNA, Digital Noise Alliance? Did it take a while? Were you a little bit, like, the tank a little empty before you started writing riffs, or are you always writing riffs? Um, I mean, personally, I was, there's was probably a little angst from the pandemic, you know, being, uh, told by our government that we were non-essential. <laughs> so it was like, uh, you know, once uh, it was deemed safe to fly, you know, and be around people and, you know, we got our vaccinations, then, you know, we were ready. And, you know, we, uh, we got together down in Florida and, with our producer Zeus and just figured out how we were going to do this next album and then came up with the idea, like, let's, let's just build it up from the ground floor. Let's just all of us get in a room and throw ideas and, and build these songs, you know, fresh. And that's how we did it. I mean, it was no old rehash songs or anything like that. This was all spur of the moment improvisation and, you know, you get a thumbs up from your band ma- bandmates and you tell the producer, archive that, you know, and let's work <laughs> on it. Or, you know, I mean, a lot of these songs were derived from a guitar riff. And then Casey Grillo would just come in and start playing a beat and we'd build it to a certain point and we go on to another idea and then on to another idea. So it wasn't like, you know, you were trying to do homework and trying to <laughs> learn everybody's songs and that you know like that kind of thing from emails or anything like that it was like it was just spontaneous and it turned out to be i think very refreshing for us because that's kind of how we did it you know when we were really young and there was no internet there was no (laughs) cell phones you know there was uh and we just came into a room and like degarmo and i would show each other riffs and ideas and and you know Back then, you know, you had to remember everything, right? (laughs) You had to to learn it all. And uh, that's how we used to do it, you know. So this is kind of like a modern way of doing it. You know, obviously now we have the uh, computers and the software systems that remember it for us. (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, we it was, uh, I don't know, kind of like think tank meetings that, you know, companies have. We'd all get together fly in and just uh listen to everybody's ideas and that's that's the way you know over the time as it became you know safer to fly and everything like that you know that's 
kind of uh, just how we uh, built it. And it. So far, I mean, the reviews are amazing. The fans love it. And, you know, critics are saying it's, you know, one of our best. And, and it's like, uh, you know, a lot, a lot can come from just spur of the moment improvisation and, and you know, <laughs> seeing what happens and not really thinking about it too much <laughs> yeah i know we've certainly come a long way from uh from having the uh, tape deck and hit and play and record at the same time in the garage to, uh, to the modern yeah. equipment now but kind of cool that you took that old school approach and you guys have been on a tear fourth album now with todd latory and the moment i heard it in extremis i was like oh yeah okay we're good <laughs> we're good to go loving the new album play that one but just start jamming sick death and uh Man, I love it. You know, in this day and age, everyone wants to complain about no one's got attention span, but you said screw all that and gave us a 60-minute album, which I feel like doesn't happen very often these days. I love that you guys still put that importance in the album because I love albums. Yeah, I mean, you know, for us, you're right. We're we're old school, and when we conceptualize, say to people, yeah, we're going to make an album, we mean make an album. You know, <laughs> in, in our vision, it's like, you know, an LP, yeah. you know, big, uh, big LP with the, the, the cool graphics on it and artwork. And, and it's like, but you know, nowadays it's, it's a little different, you know, now it's like bands don't want to do records. They just want to do singles and things like, but for us, you know, I guess we're older, so we just do it the old way. I love it, man. But I'm dying to know who was it? Who was the guy that said, I got an idea. Let's cover Rebel Yell. Who was that? Who was the one that tossed that one out? Um, that was that was Todd. Ah. Uh, originally, we were going to do um, a cult song. Oh, OK. She's so sanctuary. Yeah. We had it all ready to go. But uh, Todd uh, felt more comfortable singing the, the Billy Idol song. So, mm. um, you know, and then we all learned it and. and you know, it was it was a lot of fun making it. We've actually uh, shot a video for it, which will oh, eventually cool. come out. Um, I mean, for DNA, we've already filmed seven videos. <laughs> right. So there's, we still have two more. And, you know, who knows? We may even film another song. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's... it's it is what it is. It's a good drinking song, right? It's a good sitting around yeah. drinking, having some fun with some friends out of left field, but still a fun tune. Yeah, I mean, you know, as as people li- listen to the album from the beginning to the end, it's like it's at the end, and you know, if you don't like it, you can just skip over <laughs> it and go back, start over with an extremist, you know. <laughs> and it's like, but most people, I think, get it. It's just you know. The record company is always wanting an extra song. Right. They're always wanting like, you know, a live version of this or this, that. And so this time we we just gave them, you know, a Billy Idol song. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And it, it does kind of show off a different side of Todd, kind of a different range of his voice, which he can obviously nail. And, and you were actually the dude that found Todd back in the day, right? Yeah, I literally ran into him at... Uh, <laughs> A NAM convention in Anaheim, California. Oh, yeah. Coming up yeah, in April. So he thought I he thought I was the guitar player from Testament, Eric <laughs> Peter. <laughs> yeah, stuff like. Uh, 
And I go, I looked at him weird, like I was going, who is this guy, right? I'm going to brush him off, you know? And, and then he goes, oh, no, sorry, you know? So, but anyway, yeah, that's how we met. Interesting. And, you know, it's like we, we, we started talking and I I said, hey, you know, you're, you're a drummer, right? Maybe you could put some drums to some of my uh, my demos. And so that that's kind of how we made the connection and then things happened and you know that was because uh uh yeah i can also sing ah yeah i was gonna say at what point did he say uh let me put down the drumstick and pick up the microphone for you oh yeah it was uh that's you know when things were a little crazy um with the band and 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 it was like he's he did some kind of karaoke thing with uh eyes of a stranger Mm. and took the vocals out and put his in and then you know it was like people went wow (laughs) the band guys went wow (laughs) who is this guy you know so we invited him up to seattle and then like within three weeks we did uh two shows at at uh in seattle Mm -hmm. and the fans loved him and it's just like it just things happened so fast you know and it was just an amazing uh, time, you know, it's like fate, luck, whatever, you know, it happened. <laughs> An amazing find is what you should be saying. I mean, it, to find yeah. that guy, to find this drummer who can sing his, his balls off is amazing. Right. Great to see you and guys. And he's just gotten, he's, he's gotten better, you know, with age and the wisdom of being in the band and, not, you know, the communication and, and, you know, each album is just a, you know, it's a snapshot snapshot of time of where we are and everybody's just progressing so well. And we're just, you know, bonded and, and, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good lineup right now and, and we're killing it live. I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, it's a good time for Queensryche. Absolutely, man. I wanted to touch upon the uh, last time I saw you just a few months back. What was it? November Toyota Arena with Judas Priest for the 50 heavy metal years. And be honest, Michael, when you're uh, uh, up there playing and you look off to the side stage and see Rob Halford staring at you, do you rock out a little bit harder? Do you get a little bit more into it? Uh, he, he's, you know, just the master of metal. He's 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 the legend. He's, the God. He just, he just you know so amazing such a great singer and he just brings it every night and uh but yeah you know it's like we'll we'll be doing a sound check and he'll come out and watch us (laughs) and it's kind of unnerving (laughs) but uh um yeah i mean it, it was so much fun it was just great to be with the priest and uh you know, I think I think the tour was very successful and, you know, the our music complements each other in, you know, a certain way. And, and um, you know, it's just just a, you know, look, when I was 17, 18, that's who I was listening to. Was that's like, what I'm saying. I was, I was into like two guitar, you know, bands and, and uh, um, you know, it was them and Maiden, you know, so I, I was into that. So super cool for me. Yeah, I saw the ended tour photo with you guys all on stage together, and I could see everyone beaming <laughs> with big smiles, like, here we are standing next to the priest. Yeah, it's, it's you know, 
he he's just amazing and, and just such a cool guy too yeah, so. the nicest, the nicest. Well, I'm I'm definitely looking forward because as great as you guys were, it felt a little rushed and you kind of had to just slam through the hits on an opening set, which is why I'm so glad getting a headline show March 19th, Sunday night, House of Blues, you guys, Marty Friedman, and bringing out Trauma, Young Thrash Band. Yeah, it's, it's a, you know, it's a diverse uh, lineup, right? It's not three bands that all sound the same, so... <laughs> um, you know, it's, we, we hope that, uh, I think the show's going to do well. It's, it's, uh, um, you know, it's exciting for us. It's, you know, post pandemic, you know, trying to get the tour together and it's, um, you know, it's a little, little harder to organize and put together because there's a lot of traffic out there. <laughs> there is everyone, their mom's um, touring right now. Exactly. So, but, um, yeah, we're psyched. And I think it's going to be a, a, a really, you know, exciting show for everybody to see. Um, we're obviously uh, promoting the latest album, you know, DNA. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, you know, be playing quite a few songs from that album as well. We're going to, we're going to, uh, um, you know, switch up the set list. We're going to, it's, everybody thinks, oh, they're just going to play the same songs again. <laughs> Not on this tour. Ah, okay. Digging a little deeper in DNA. I'm probably opening with an extremist. You know, who knows, you know, and, <laughs> and it's, uh, I mean, there's, there's a few songs that we have to play, but there's all this wiggle room around that we can spread you know, your wings deep, and fly. Deep old, deep old cuts and, and new stuff. And, and just, uh, so we're really excited about this, uh, tour. Can't wait, man. And, and well, I got you and talking about old tunes. Got to bring it up, man. 35th anniversary of Operation Mind, Mind Crime this year. And to me, that's when I fell in love with the band. That was like the definition of a concept album. Those videos, the, the, the songs, the little interludes. And I wanted to get a couple words on that album. And I understand that Eyes of the, Eyes of the Stranger was the first tune written for the album. Well, that was, you know, back when MTV was playing rock videos and, <laughs> and uh, metal videos a lot, you know, so it was it was a, it was good timing for us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was we, we got on the uh, Metallica and Justice for All tour and just promoted the hell out of it. And then what um, it wasn't until, you know. MTV started playing some of the tunes. It's like, then all of a sudden it took off, you know, that, that really uh, catapulted uh, that album, you know, and it was, it was needed, you know, I mean, so many, it's become, you know, everybody's pretty much their favorite, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, it's great that, uh, you know, the songs have, have held up, you know, in this day and age and people still love them. They sound great live and, and, you know, we we play them exactly as they sound on the record. You know, it's like in the same key and everything. So it's uh, definitely, a, uh, you know, a fun, fun album to pick songs from. Um, and it's and Todd kills it on those songs. Oh, yeah. I love that you guys still play all like the little interludes and too, you know, the paging Dr. Blair and all that, like at the beginning, you know, before you go into those tunes, it really, you know, sets the scene. Yeah, and it's, you know, fans hear that, they kind of know what's going to come next. <laughs> Good little Easter eggs. You yeah. bastard. All those little Easter eggs like that. I love that. Do you have a favorite from that album after all these years? Um, 
I, I don't have a favorite. I just, I, I like it all, you know, it's, um, just depends what mood I'm in, I guess <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, but you know, since there's so much variety on that album, mm-hmm. so it's, it, it, it depends, but you know, there's, there's a couple songs that we play every night, no matter what from that album. <laughs> In my single days, I used to say, I don't believe in love is my theme song. I was like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but man, I appreciate all the time. Last thing I got to hit you with, and you had kind of touched upon it. We're one of those old school radio stations. We do mandatory metallic every night at 10 PM, which you're going to be a part of. And yeah, you spend a lot of time on the road during that mind crime era. And if you're wondering if you had any stories or memories of hanging out with the guys sober or otherwise that you can remember. Oh, I mean, that, it was uh, a great tour with us. I mean, we started, I think, in uh, Copenhagen, and they uh, uh, they were taking us backstage, right? Some of the crew guys, and uh, they were doing a sound check, right? So the crew guys took us back into the, the world right there, and they go, just wait right there, you know? <laughs> And then they uh, they blew these flash pots. Oh no! Scared the crap out of us. They were so loud, like it was like a concussion mortar, <laughs> you know. And you know they're all going, ah, ha, 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 you know. Zagarmo and I were not abused. <laughs> <laughs> Messing with you, hazing you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How long did you spend on the road with them? Like. A year or something? Well, we were, we were, you know, we, there were other bands that were with them on that tour as well, but you know, we did parts of Europe and uh, parts of the U S so it was, um, you know, a great tour for us. Did you ever geek out with Kirk over guitars or anything like that? Have any, any quality time with the guys? Oh yeah. We hung out all the time, you know, really fun guys, you know, they like to have fun. So, um, yeah, you know, just big fans of the band. Love them. Love it, man. And being that it's mandatory Metallica, is there a Metallica tune we can play for you? Do you have a favorite Metallica tune? Yes, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Ah, love it, love it. Yeah, that's another one. You hear that bell toll and you know exactly what's coming. Da-da, when they da-da. play that song live, it just grabs you. I love it. Amazing what they're doing this summer, man. Two nights in each town, no repeat weekend, different opening bands every night. Insane that they're doing that this far into their career and can do that in stadiums. That's awesome. Insane. Yeah. Beautiful, Michael. Thank you so much for the time. Can't wait to see you out there at the uh, House of Blues. Right on. Appreciate it. Appreciate the support. Absolutely, man. Safe travels out there. Be well. Thanks for the time again. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m. 
a.m. to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming online at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.